think you have a gambling problem at all? No, because I can stop gambling. I have a competition problem. Welcome back to everybody's favorite sports gambling podcast, The Competition Problem with Ben Bobick and Mike Guy. Now, a little morning uh, record uh, this morning. I uh, had a little fun on my off days, uh, so we wanted to make sure we, we got it out there for you guys uh, with a full slate of games just every day because sports are the best and they're back. Uh, Mike, uh, great weekend. Um, uh, the, the the race on Sunday uh a bit disappointing for us, but entertaining nonetheless. Yeah, like you said, great, great, great finish. Denny came up short again. I'm sure we'll talk about that Thursday when I inevitably bet Denny again, because at this point I said to Ben, I'm betting Denny Hamlin every single race until he wins because he's too freaking close. And at this point, he's got to win eventually. So, and there are, there are a lot of our, uh, things we look forward to like last week was Matthew Neesmith week, obviously, you know, and that was a big one, but this week's oh, yeah. a big one for oh, us. Oh, this is a big <laughs> one. This, this was, I, I, this was the easiest I've normally, I, I do all my NASCAR research Thursday before the pod, you know, dig in all the numbers, dig in the track history, dig in a recent form, dig in the, you know, nope. There, there, there was none of that needed this week. It was a very clear, we're betting Denny Hamlin and we're betting Ryan Blaney. <laughs> <laughs> this this race last year is 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 what it was love at first sight. It's when we the day we fully fell head over heels in love with with NASCAR. I could say I could at least for my I mean I oh, mean yeah. we were liking it before, but like that that was it. That was the moment where I'm like I want this all the time. This is the greatest thing ever. So we'll get in that obviously later this week. Got a great weekend. Um, RBC Heritage was kind of stinky. I mean, good for Stewart Stink. I mean, okay, 47 years old. Uh, this is second win this year too. I mean, come on. Um, at least like this this season. I know he won like a one of those uh it was like in October or something like that when the new season turns. Nonetheless, he's won yeah. he's 47 yeah. years old and he's won two PGA tour events in, in the last year. That's impressive. So um, but uh best bets. What was your what was your favorite one from this past week? Uh, I'm gonna go with the the Phillies Cardinals over eight and a half that I had on Saturday. Um I mentioned on the pod I was going to that game. So I, obviously I, I actually gave out the Phillies on on the show. Ended up betting the, the over instead when I got there. Um, boy, am I glad I did because the Cardinals won nine to four, so they absolutely smoked them. They were pretty much up from the jump. Uh, I think the Phillies scored one in the first, and then the Cardinals put up uh, like six in the third inning. So got out of hand quick. Could have been miserable, not for me because I had the over, so it won. Uh, like hitting the third inning. Cardinals ended up winning nine to four. So they hit the over by themselves. You know, Yachty hit a pair of home runs. Nolan Arenado went deep. DeLong went deep. So, you know, kind of sucks if you're a Phillies fan, but as someone who just bet the over, I, I enjoyed the game. <laughs> and that, oh, yeah, and by yeah. the way, by you the way, I got to tell you, 25 capacity, 25% capacity just could not be any more ideal for someone like me who just hates people. Where, I mean, dude. <laughs> In and out of the parking lot, so easy. You're sitting at your seats. There's no one in front of you. There's no one behind you. There's no one to either side of you. You can, you know, spread out. You can put your feet up on the, the chairs in front of you. There, you know, there was, there was like the closest people where there were people like maybe 15 seats to the right of us in our row. I mean, there's no lines at the concession stands or the bathrooms. It's just, it was, 
Oh, it was perfect. I hope they never go back. I'm going to as many games this summer as possible just to take advantage of this 25% capacity because it was heaven. Yeah, no, and it looked like a beautiful day in the city of yep. brotherly love on got Saturday cold, as well. Got a, got a little cold at the end, but just, you know, it was just good to be outside, you know, have a few beers, have, have a Philly cheesesteak. It was, yeah, I, I had a great time. Well, it's a good segue for my best bet. Uh, I've, I very rarely go to the association, uh, but I think I might need to tap into the well a little bit more. Uh, hope you picked, hope you popped up on the 76, excuse me, the Eastern Conference leading Philadelphia 76ers minus two. I think right after we got done with this, that they threw the hook on it. So I actually got them at minus two and a half. Still covered. Nice little three point win over the, over the clips. Never a doubt. Never a doubt. It's fun just because, one, it's a really good game. It's a fun game to watch uh, if, if you're an, uh, uh, a ba- or an NBA fan, I guess, because there are basketball fans and there are NBA fans. There, I thought there are two separate entities. Um, but yeah, well, I mean, great game. I mean, come on, you get you get the clips, and, and you got you got the the Sixers who are having a, a great season. Joel Embiid very well could win the uh, MVP front runner, if you will. Uh, obviously, a little too closer than comfort, but like, I mean, that's why we do this. That's why we play the game for just sweating out there. Uh, at the end, and then they won by three. Never a doubt. Even even covered the little hook there for you too. If you got my minus two, good for you. It's a little bit, a little bit easier, but that's just that was a fun one. It was a fun one uh, to, to see, and obviously a fun game to watch because if you're an NBA fan. So, um, anything? What was your worst one? By the way, I love it. Benny Benny basketball coming out. Oh yeah, Benny hoops. Uh, Thomas Call was also involving the Cardinals. Um, I had, I forget what day I meant to write down what day this was, but I had the Cardinals nationals first five under three and a half Jack Flaherty versus Steven Strasburg, two elite pitchers under three and a half through five seems like a very reasonable bet. Correct. Yes, it does. It absolutely. Well, does. Through five, it was 14 to one. Jeez Louise. Yeah. Never even a prayer. St. Louis had 14. Strasburg gave up eight. St. Louis scored nine in the fifth inning alone. Just an absolute beatdown. Strasburg was horrific. Flaherty looked good, at least. (laughs) But uh, yeah, when you bet under three and a half and it's 14 to one, yeah, you missed it by just a a few. Yeah. 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 That that just stinks. (laughs) Nothing you could do there. You probably, but that's the thing. I probably could, you could probably like, you know, maybe even couple that in with betting it again too, and not to not to rush, not to skip a segment here. But you know, it's like, eh, hey, well, looks good on paper. I'd probably do it again. It's also like yeah. I'd rather I'd rather it was fourteen to one than like three to one. And you that's lose fair. It by, you lose it by like I like yesterday. I had the uh, I had the first five money line for the Braves, Yankees, and Braves are up one nothing through four and a half, and then the. Bottom of the fifth, two outs. Gior Shella hits a it's a solo shot, and it's one to one at the end of five. And I was like, oh, you couldn't wait an inning to do that. Yeah, um, that's at least true. this one was like it wasn't even close. Yeah, no doubt. My my worst one probably has to be uh, when I did the the two first switch there when I went with the bees, uh, the first one, and, the, and then they won, and then I went with like, oh, I'm just gonna take the Islanders plus money. Bruins are playing great hockey right now. You got to be better. Bees are buzzing. Yeah. So that that's just me being lazy. So that that's why it was probably my worst call, just because I was being lazy. I'm like, oh, just Islanders pretty good. And the Boston Bruins are, are making a charger at the right time too. My goodness, you, you couldn't ask for a better time to start playing well uh, than right now. With the, with the as we're getting close, to, I think almost single digit games left in the regular season at this point, right? Uh, getting yeah, getting close. down about about 10, 11. 10, 11. Yeah, so we're we're the uh, we're on the countdown here towards the playoffs. So. 
Um, yeah, that and they beat him three nothing. So it's just, eh, got to be better than that, Ben. So or maybe the Islanders would be better than that, but I, was, I, I as well. But uh, maybe it just had nothing to do with it. Just Bruins are playing a better team right now. So that's how, that's what happens. It's all the cookie crumbles. But uh, which one would you make again? I think I have an idea what it would be, but I mean, ben, I'll let you have it. What's the losing bet I would make again? What's the losing uh, bet we're gonna make again? Yeah, honestly, let's just couple. Let's just let's just both co-sign this. When I have one that's not as fun as this, but is it? It's, Math, Matthew, it's Matthew, Matthew Neesmith. It's Matthew Neesmith. I'm gonna co-sign this for both of us here. Yeah, yeah. I absolutely. The losing, the losing bet. Next the losing bet we would make again, and we will make again is Matthew Neesmith. Matthew Neesmith at Hilton Head. Guess what, folks? Next year, RBC Heritage. We're taking Matthew Neesmith. So put it in your calendars. Losing yeah. bet we will losing bet we will make again. Yeah, and he didn't. I mean, he barely just snuck by him making the cut. But um, I mean, he didn't play awfully terrible in the weekend. Just yeah. didn't play great. I mean, he was the, I think it was back to back seventy Saturday Sunday. It was just yeah. We needed him yeah. top forty. He was like forty four. Yeah, exactly. So, we was next, probably next, two, two birdies away from that. Yeah, and next year at Hilton Head, we're gonna take him again, and we'll take him. I will take Matthew Neesmith at the RBC Heritage every single year. Until I die, or yeah. he dies, whichever yeah. comes first. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's perfect. Golf this week's going to be fun. Yeah, uh, yeah. Zurich Classic. Um, that's how you say it, right? Zurich. I think so. Zurich. Yeah. Zurich. Yeah, Zur- Zurich. Fun. Zurich. The Zur- H might Zur- be silent. Yeah. Ah, the C's silent. <laughs> Zurich. Zurich. Yeah, it's in it's in uh, TPC Louisiana going down to NOLA, so that's pretty cool. Um, and it's a fun little format. We're gonna we're gonna dive into that when we return on the competition problem because I'm gonna make sure you guys are informed on how this format is working. It's a little bit different, um, but it's also it's also gonna be a lot of fun, uh, especially in how you bet it as well. Um, this we didn't have this tournament last year; it was canceled. So um, yeah, that was a fun weekend of, of bets here, Mike. When we return. We're gonna start talking about the, the Zurich Classic down there in NOLA. Again, we appreciate you guys. You're listening to The Competition Problem. Support for the Chat 10 Sports Podcast Network is brought to you by Manscaped, who is the best in men's below-the-waist grooming. Manscaped offers precision-engineered tools for your family jewels. They obsess over technology developments to provide you with the best tools for your grooming experience. And guys, we've all been there in the shower, trying to clean up a little bit and trim up, you know, make it nice looking. And all of a sudden, we find out the hard way how wide those teeth are on those old-style trimmers. Well, that's why Manscaped has completely redesigned the electric trimmer. The Manscaped engineering team has spent 18 months perfecting the greatest ball hair trimmer ever created, and they just released the new and improved Lawnmower 3.0. Now, go to manscaped.com, and with our code CTS20, you get 20% off and free shipping. I said 20% off and free shipping when you go to manscaped.com and use our code CTS20. We hope you enjoy, and let's get back to the episode. Welcome back into the competition problem with Ben Bobick and Mike Ainello. We're going down to the Big Easy, TPC, Louisiana, Zurich Classic, a, a tournament we didn't have last year. You know why? Tired of saying the, the buzzword due to the COVID-19 pandemic, even though I just did. Um, so, and it's an interesting format, and it could be a lot of fun. It could be, I guess, interesting to bet on, if you will. We were, and, and I, So we're going to dive into it. But uh, we mentioned it's a different format. So, Mike, why don't you go ahead and explain to, to us and, and the viewers, just so everybody at home knows uh, what they're getting into this weekend. Well, first, I just want to say you just reminded me. Ben, as a fully vaccinated man, I want to congratulate you on now being a half-vaccinated man. Halfway your, there, that's right. Like, yeah. got your first shot on Friday. Congratulations. I know yeah, you, you, look, you, look, you look better. You look stronger. You look, you look fitter. Yeah. 
Yeah, I appreciate you're, that. You're, Thank you. I'm you're okay. going a bit. Um, oh, thank you. So yeah, the Zurich Classic, a uh, bit of a weird one. You know, it's 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 a team format. So you have you have teams of two. Um, there's I believe 80, 80 in the field, 80, 80 teams, right? Yeah, eighty teams. Yeah, yeah, it's eighty. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know they get to pick their partners. It kind of starts basically whoever's ranked like world number one, which I assume is John Rom out of this field. Uh, whoever's ranked the highest, you know, John basically gets first picked. He could pick his partner, and then you know it goes down like that. So basically, the higher you're ranked, the, the earlier you get to pick your partner. Um, a lot of these guys they'll play it, you know, all the time. So they kind of like like John Rom. John Rom's playing with Ryan Palmer. They're the defending champ from 2019. So that you know they've played together here in the, a bunch in the past. Um, so obviously they're you know they want to team up again. They're they're the favorites. Um, a little a little scary as good as Rom is, and, and Palmer's playing better than he was in 2019 too. So, so they could be tough to beat, but kind of, so the format is for people who don't know is Thursday will be best ball, um, which if you don't know, that means, you know, both partners play their own shot. Let's say it's me and Ben and, you know, Ben gets a par and I obviously get a birdie. Our, our score for that hole is a birdie. Um, you know, if Ben, if Ben parted and I bogeyed, then we get the par it's best ball, lowest score for each, for you, each guy on that, um, hole is what counts for your team. Then Friday would be alternate shot. So basically, you know, Ben hits the tee shot. I hit the second shot. Ben chips it on the green. I sink a putt. Boom, we go home with par. Um, And then you you switch, and then the next guy hits it off the tee, whoever did it the first time. And then after that, top 35 teams plus ties will make the cut. Saturday goes back to best ball. And Sunday goes back to alternate shot. Um, so that's kind of, it goes best ball, alternate shot, best ball, alternate shot. Um, it's, it is, this week is very hard to, to bet on, um, because, you know, with the partner aspect you have, you, you kind of need two guys to be on, but at the same time, if, you know, one has a bad shot, the other one can kind of erase it. So you, you kind of avoid as many mistakes, you know, if you blow up on a hole, it doesn't really matter as much as it does in, um, like a normal tournament, you know, a, a a plus four on a, a double a quadruple bogey isn't doesn't hurt you any more than a, a par or a bogey. So that, that is helpful for some people. Um, looking at course history here in, in this term specifically, really couldn't find any correlation. You know, there's some, there's, there's been years where the, the, the long ball bombers have won it. There's been years when the approach shots guys have won. It. There's been years when the short game putters have won it. So it kind of just comes down to like, I kind of was looking at guys who I, I felt had good chemistry together and could play well as a team and, you know, have, have played together before kind of, you know, know each other's game. That's kind of where I was looking. I don't, I don't know if you had a strategy going into it. Oh, I do. I have one team that, uh, that I have circled because it's just, it's just a Ben Bobic stat through and through. You, uh, give, you, want, you want me to give mine first and then you go, or you want to give yours? I, I'm kind of, I'm kind of juiced up here. To, to go, go, go for ahead. it. Go ahead. A uh, little bit of a longer shot, get some good odds on them. Uh, one of these guys playing well, um, Brendan Todd and Chris Kirk. That was mine. That was literally. I my know. Was. I, that's, why, that's why I wanted to go first. Uh, <laughs> because of the, 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 it's it's just again the, the background is is, go is dog. stuff. The stuff that I love. These two guys known each other for about for years. They didn't just know each other. They were college roommates. They won a national championship together. In Athens, the University of Georgia. Go ahead. Alongside Kevin Kisner as well, just to throw that one out. Oh, the kiss. There you go. So, I mean, come on. It's a team format. And Chris Kirk's playing great. 
I think he had coming off back-to-back top tens. He's been in the top ten. He's been swirling around there for a while. So um, you talked about the, the course. I mean, maybe this is just one of those weeks where it's like, hey, he's playing well. You know, like you said, his long balls. These this guy, these guys are winning, and these guys are winning. Maybe it's a a recent form. And um, Chris Kirk's been playing great. Uh, so th- these two guys have that that chemistry uh, when it comes to. to Obviously, you got to go out there and play good golf. You can, I mean, we can be best friends and we can still go out there and sneak it up. But it, it's fun because you get you get some pretty good you get some pretty good odds on them, uh, especially like and you can see the difference. Fanduel has them, I think, at like plus like one sixty for a top ten. But if you look on DraftKings, I believe they're plus two twenty five, which which is pretty solid for a top ten uh, for for national champions. I could not love that bet enough. I have, <laughs> I have I have three names. I have three teams written down, and those were absolutely my favorite to bet. Um, like you said, I love them top ten. That 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 I'm definitely I'm betting as soon as we're done with this pod. Um, I may sprinkle a little on them to win. Like you said, I love the the Georgia connection, and the, you, you touched on it. They're playing well, and the, the stat I love that to piggyback we talked about, especially again. To me, the two most important rounds are Friday and Sunday. Friday, have a good round and make the cut. Sunday, have a good round and win the tournament. And those are the alternate shots. And the way the, these two, their games work is perfect for alternate shot. Chris Kirk is top 25 on tour in every strokes gained category except putting. Brandon Todd leads the field in strokes gained putting. I mean, you just could not ask for a better pairing. Man. where. You know, if if Kirk's hit, either taking the tee shot or the approach shot, you know it's going to be good, and then you know you you know Brandon Todd's got 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 you with the putter. So I absolutely love the way these two work together with you know the way their game complements each other, and like you said, Natty champs, college roommates, you know they play together. They're they've played together for probably twenty years. Yeah, no doubt, and, what no the, doubt. And, the, and you mentioned the putting thing too with Todd being a better putter. I mean. I'm going to jinx it right now. Well, I guess you don't even matter because you're not even technically, well, you will, I guess you are when you on Thursday and Saturday, but Chris Kirk's got like a 209 hole uh, streak, uh, non three putt streak, 209. It's the longest on active on tour right now. He's had 209 straight holes without a three putt. So can't wait for him to three putt on Thursday now, but yeah, still, you know, the three putt, the first hole jerk. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> if he does get it out of the way, do the first hole and then Todd will just, you know, tap in first birdie. It'd be fine. That's what that's what's great about that that aspect of it. But uh, there's a couple teams in there that you, you look at. You just like the like the guys. Like I feel like obviously I mean, you, one of them. You, you know the one that jumped out at me right away. Oh, that have been Xander and Patrick Cantlay, who were the who were the uh, favorites. But I feel like another one for you is uh, Cam Smith and Mark Leishman, who both been having pretty good years too. That's another team that kind of jumped out to me. That's they're both a having a pretty good year. Yeah, they're having good. They're having good. Leishman under the radar too. I think they could they could have a good week. I, I might sprinkle some on them potentially. Because, but they're one of the more heavy favorites for obviously for that reason. So, see, I obviously had Cantley and Shoffley as well. Um, they're they're probably my pick to win, um, just because you know you look at. I always feel like you know you look around the, the tour and you, you, a lot of guys have their strengths. You know, Bryson's elite off the tee. JT and Morikawa are elite iron players. Uh, Spieth is elite putter and you know around the green. To me, Cantley and Xander are really two of the, to me, the best, like, all-around players, where they just do everything well. There's nothing you're like, oh, he's elite at X, Y, Z. It's just he's phenomenal at everything. Um, and both of them kind of fit that category. So I think it, when these, especially with alternate shots, you never have, you know, no one's got, like, a weakness or, or quote-unquote, less than strength going up against it. Um, 
they've played together. They played together in all four team sessions of the 2019 President's Cup. So they are familiar with each other. They're ranked four and five in the FedEx Cup rankings. Um, you know, obviously, Can- Cantlay's kind of had a couple bad weeks, but I think this partner format helps him where if he has a bad hole, it doesn't really matter. And, you know, everyone's going to look at, oh, you know, Xander. Yeah, he hit one bad shot on Sunday at the Masters, but he played awesome. He was, what, he finished third? And, and yeah, realistically, Xander, realistically, Xander was the only one that had a chance to beat, to win that besides Matsuyama. So if you want to say whatever Xander choked, or I don't think he did, but at the end of the day, he played great. He played better than everyone else in the field. Um, so so I love I love that pairing. And then the one uh, other California, name. I was just going to add to that real quick before we moved on to the next one. Uh, California boys too, Xander and uh, Xander and Cantlay, both both from Cal, uh, yeah, California. Yeah, California. Like, like I said, they they played together for all four days of the Pre- Presidents Cup in 2019. Mm-hmm. So you know, yeah. have familiarity with each other. Um, the last the last pairing I had written down, obviously, you know, I I, I love Kirk and Todd, but the other one I like kind of in the same longer shot is Keegan Bradley and Brendan Steele. Um, these Ooh, that, is a, best that, that is a that's a good that's a solid vintage good buddy Mike pairing there. <laughs> love Keegan Bradley. Love Brad. These two <laughs> these two are best friends. They play together oh. all the time. They play practice rounds just about every week on tour together. So they're best friends together all the time. And they're both playing pretty solid. You know, they're they're never going to be, you know, top top fives, top tens, but they're just they've both been playing pretty well for them. Uh Steele, Brandon Steele hasn't missed a cut all year. Um, he's got he's, he has two top fives this year. And then you have again, talk about you know, alternate shot and stuff like that. Is Brandon Steele's 23rd in strokes gained off the tee. And Keegan Bradley's second in strokes gained approach. So you, you have, you know, Steele's got a great driver. Bradley's got great irons. The one nervousness is both of these guys are really bad butters. Um, but, you know, they, they both have putted better this year than they have in the past a little bit. Uh, Steele especially has, he's, he's gained strokes putting the last couple of tournaments. And the way I look at it is the reason they're always, you know, in the 20s in tournaments is they, they, don't, they don't putt well. Well, especially for, you know, something like best ball, they're both so good with their irons that realistically both of them are going to have birdie putts on most holes. You only need one of them to make it, you know, that's what you kind of worry about is, you know, you mix in a three putt and your bogey and, and, and Bradley, especially Bradley will have, you know, six to seven birdie putts and he only makes one or two and then he's two under and that's not enough to compete. Well, here he mixes in one or two birdie putts. You hope Steele mixes in one or two birdie putts. There's four birdies right there. So I'm I'm, I'm hoping you know the, the the pressure to not have to make as many putts will help them. But I get at the end of the day, I want a team that I know is going to have a lot of birdie opportunities, likely to a hole for them, is they're both so good with their irons. So they're plus four four uh, forty five hundred to win, plus three fifty for a top ten. They're they're plus one twenty for a top twenty. Um. So the way I'm kind of approaching my card is I'm I'm probably gonna go you know Cantlay Shoffley to win, Kirk Todd top ten, Steele Bradley top twenty. That's kind of how I'm, I'm picturing Ben Ben this weekend. Yeah, I don't hate that at all. It's gonna be a fun little. It'll be interesting to see how it plays out. It's probably gonna loosen some guys up, like you said, like the less pressure to do some things and kind of go out there and maybe be a little bit more aggressive at times, knowing that you, you know your partner is gonna put put him in position at least on Thursday. You know when it comes to best ball and then all it's obviously alternate shot. Um, could be these, you know, these teams could be strategic with who tees off because I think it's it's obvious, like you mentioned, uh, alternate shots. So, like, 
one of these got one of them's gonna tee off on all the odd numbered holes and the other one's gonna tee off on all the even number holes. There's gonna be some strategy there on what holes those are. If someone's a little bit longer off the tee, gonna make sure they get the fives, stuff yeah. like that. That's gonna be uh that I'm sure gonna be talked about on the broadcast too, which would be interesting to see how some of these uh these dudes kind of handle uh strategy that way, which would be fun. But yeah, man, I, I think it's I think it's gonna be interesting to watch. Uh obviously gonna be a great weekend. Um because we have basketball, we got the NASCAR race, which we'll get to obviously a little bit later this week. I uh, can't say that without a smile on my face. Can't rip that smile on my face talking about what's this week. And uh, obviously, base buyer, everything going on. So uh, we think about that time to give out some best bets. Yes, sir. Yeah, so cool. So, yeah, I just want to make sure you were good with uh, anything else you want to throw out there about golf as we wrap this little segment up. Anything else you got? No, yeah, just it should be an interesting week. It's, it's, Sorry, it's not, you know, you don't, you don't exactly know what to expect. So you just, you're kind of yeah. just guessing at this point. So I'm just kind of going with, I, I feel like we're both on the same page with the, you know, the, the chemistry guys. Yeah, absolutely. And it's getting to that point now too, where we're getting close. We're getting closer to the PGA championship. Um, I'm trying to look right now to see when, it, when it's being played. When is, do you have it off the top of your tongue? As I like, did you look this up? No, I don't. I'm looking to see when it's it like the sec- second week in June, I think. Uh, uh, we're about a, we're, so here is we're official. We're officially less than a month away from the PGA Championship, which is scheduled for May twentieth through the twenty third at uh, Kiowa. Um, so getting to that point, getting closer to it. You know the you know two weeks since the Masters. Now, you know one, I think once May gets around, it, it's PGA Championship season. So it, so guys are obviously going to be start tuning up for that. This is a a good way to change the pace a little bit. So uh, when we come back, we're going to give out free money because that's just what we do on the competition problem. Do you live in the Chattanooga area or the greater Chattanooga area and you're looking for a great spot to grab some delicious food with the family or say you want to grab a patio spot and enjoy some appetizers with a cold adult beverage? What's up, you guys? It's Trey Wynn from Chat 10 Sports, and I'm here to tell you that Parkway Poorhouse is the perfect spot for either occasion. You can go to parkwaypoorhouse.com and plan your visit today and be sure and tell the guys the Chat 10 Sports crew sent you. Welcome back to the competition problem with Ben Bobick and Mike Ianello. Free money time, Mike. We're not doing too well as of late, I don't think. Or are we? We had a little hiccup at one point. How, how are we doing? I, I, I have no idea. I didn't even look. I was going to say, we did phenomenal last week. Oh, good for us. We had, we had, the, yeah, we had the, one, the one bad bad day two weeks ago. Um, last week, I'll tell you what, Ben. See Wu Kim's on, on the shit list because he, he cost us our 6-0. Uh, Tuesday's show, Tuesday's show, our picks went five and one. The one loss was Siwoo Kim's top 20. He couldn't, couldn't, couldn't sneak it in. So we did, we went five and one Tuesday. And then Thursday's show, we went four and two. I was two and one. You were two and one. Uh, just to remind everyone, I won. I had the Toronto Blue Jays money line against the Royals. That one. I had my Christopher Bell top 10. I think he finished like fourth. Christopher Bell ran awesome. So that yeah, was a great, did, great, great call, great call by me. And then I did, I gave out Philly's money line on the show Saturday, that loss. Luckily I ended up betting the over instead, but that is a loss on the show. And you on Thursday, you hit your answer, Abe answer round two against Westwood and Rogers. You're double Don. You hit that. You hit your Sixers minus two. We talked about against the Clippers. And then your loss was the Islanders over the Bruins. So solid, called, called the, solid four and two, two, two and one for both of us. Yeah, called the shot too. I said it just we just need a, we needed probably like a sixty-seven from him. Probably, probably prefer sixty-six. 
shoots 66. Boom, right into the weekend. Got that. I'm talking about a banter, obviously, but. And I also bounced. I also bounced back from my zero and three with a three and zero the following show. So that was yeah, that, yeah. And I guess I, I, go ahead. I was gonna say because of that, I'm up because yeah. I would say I guess that means you go first and yeah. Because so yeah, we both tied. We both tied two and one. But the previous show I was three and zero. You were two and one. See what yeah. Kim screwed up. Not a bad problem. Not a not, no problem picking second with the, with these issues here. Yeah. You know? So for my first pick, I'm going to the I'm, ice. Um, give this in quick. Obviously, we didn't record till Wednesday morning, so this is a Wednesday. These are both Wednesday afternoon plays. Uh, I'm going to the ice. I'm taking the Nashville Predators money line against the Chicago Blackhawks. I believe they're minus 120, which is way too low. Um, Predators are cruising. Uh, I they're hope, playing I hope well. I, they're playing awesome. I hope everyone in Chattanooga is, you know, dipping into hockey. I, I know, you know, I don't know how big, they, yeah. how big of a hockey market is down there. I gotta start stirring the pot. I think on the local news, getting getting some getting some some air time, start hyping them up a bit. You should. There's like ten play. games left, and they're in, they're in fourth place, and they're like two yeah. two. Uh, they're two ahead of the the stars, I believe. Or we'll the stars are going to make a push. Stars got the games in hand, but Nashville's last twenty games, they're fourteen and six. They have the most wins in the NHL over that stretch. And they're if you look at who their six losses are, two were Tampa Bay, two were to Carolina. One was to Florida, and then one was to Dallas. So they're losing to all the best teams in the division. And it's really been UC Soros. Uh, UC Soros has been unbelievable. He's got a 9-2-8 save percentage this year, which is eighth in the league. But since March 1st, he leads the league with a 9-4-7. He's been the best goalie in the league since March 1st. He's been on fire. Uh, I, I, I'm at this point where I'm betting Nashville basically every time UC Soros starts. You know, wait till they announce the goalies. If it's Soros, bet them. I've been doing that for the last, like, two weeks. Uh, obviously, you know, Roman Yossi is an absolute horse back there. They just got Matthew Shane back from injury two weeks ago, so they, they've been doing most of this without – that's the thing. They're 14-6 in the last 20, and they've been doing it without Matthew Shane, without Philip Forsberg, without Ryan Ellis – so, I mean, Duchesne came back two games ago. Uh, Forsberg's still on IR, but hopefully they'll get him back shortly. So they've been doing it, I mean, without – Yossi was hurt for a period. So I, I love the Preds. Chicago's really, you know, kind of falling off. They, they got off to a hot start. Nashville beat them 5-2 on Monday, just stroked them. So I'm just going to back them, you know, back them again. I, I think the Preds are just they're, – they're clicking, they're playing well, and they know they have Dallas right on their heels. And Dallas has like three or four games in hand because they had the, you know, the storms, they had to delay some games, the COVID start the year. So to really Dallas controls their own destiny. Dallas has a better win percentage, but Nashville has more points. So, so the Preds know that they have to win. So, and they're, they're playing like it. So I'm going to continue to back them um, probably for the rest of the year. So I'm taking Nashville minus 120 on Wednesday against the Blackhawks. Cool. I love it. Yeah. They are playing much, much better hockey. And it's great. Uh, then this place gets rocking, and there's really, I mean, as as I casually say this with what's behind me, you guys can't see it, but you know that 2017 run they had. Uh, <laughs> um, <laughs> for those that can't see, uh, I have the uh, paper Pittsburgh Post Gazette clippings from the, the Penguins uh, winning that Stanley Cup championship over the Nashville Predators, uh, obviously. And uh, but how much fun was that, dude? Man, oh my gosh, was that great for hockey? It was the best. Bringing out it was like, the best. Bringing out like an absolute mega superstar that's in the national anthem every day. Oh, who's singing the anthem? Oh, I don't know. Luke Bryan, Carrie Underwood. Yeah, you, yeah as they're just jamming on rooftops on Broadway, places packed with Preds fans. I mean, I said it during the run. I've been said to everyone here that, that I've met that are Preds fans. I'm like, they could have been playing. It would have been what 
28 other teams they could have been playing, and I would have been all on the Preds. They, but they were playing the one team that it's non-negotiable with. Bummer. But just great because it's great to see hockey thriving in the South like that. I mean, my goodness. So, yeah, uh, this place in, in hockey is better when, when Nashville is playing well and, and making pushes for the playoffs. So uh, I'm, I'm going to go. I have to. I wanted to take this a little second or third, but I'm going to have to take it so you, so you don't take it from me. And I'm going uh, – Brendan Todd, Chris Kirk, top 10, because I want to make sure I get it. Because, because I know you, I was so happy that you didn't take it first. So I have to take it to make sure I get it because I, I've, yeah. so yeah, I mean, for all the reasons we listed in the previous segment, I mean, come on. <laughs> Jeez Louise. And these guys were roommates, they're national champions. Uh, and and uh, so, yeah, you got to take it and you get great value on it. I mean, come on. Uh, plus 225 right now on DraftKings, like we said, once we wrap up the show, we're both putting it in just to make sure we get that number because it's already down to plus 160, I think, on uh, FanDuel. So you obviously get some substantial difference in odds there. So, yeah, let's, let's go with Brendan Todd and Chris Kirk, top 10. Go dogs. Go dogs. For my second pick, I'm going to baseball. Um, this is a Wednesday afternoon game. I tried to pick later ones. I think this one's at four. So hopefully you guys can listen in time and get it in. Uh, I'm taking the Oakland Athletics. They're only minus 110 against the Twins, which is stunning to me because the A's, I mean, they've won 10 games in a row. They have been absolutely on fire. And I don't know how in the world you could step in front of this train right now. They've shut out the Twins in two straight games. So... What makes you think the Twins can score enough to beat them? Um, I mean, the Twins do have Kente Maeda on the hill, who I know, obviously, he's a great pitcher. I love backing him typically. But Frankie Montas is going for the A's, and he's been fantastic in his first two starts. He got shelled his first outing against the Dodgers, but his last two, he's been terrific. And the Twins off row. So if I'm getting them at minus 110, that's it. Give me the A's all day. Cool. Yeah, you you've been you've been doing great with baseball, man. I I, try, I love I love following along with their baseball picks because you get so some of them are easy like that. And some you you love getting crafty with the the unders like the first full five and and, and, love, and that's great. I, there's nothing I love more than avoiding a bullpen. <laughs> yeah, right. But also just for casual baseball fans that might want to bet on it, but they don't want to have to sit through the whole nine inning games. I mean, shoot, like betting the first five is like okay, and then. After that, you're either roped in or you're not, you know, it's, it, but it's fun. So I, I love, I love watching your baseball bets and following along with your strategies. Cause it's, it's fun. So I'll never, never doubt you on the ice or the diamond, my man, or anywhere else, to be honest with you, yeah. or the football, or anywhere else. Thanks, Ben. Uh, <laughs> but uh, Betty Buckets is full on back. This is the time of year where I get full on into NBA action. I follow along as the season goes on, but I love me some NBA playoffs, like honestly, almost as much as hockey. And I say almost as much just because I have a, usually have a dog in the fight when it comes to hockey playoffs. So it's obviously for the, what last, you know, 15, 16 years of my life, whatever it is now that I've always had a dog in the fight when it comes to hockey playoffs, because uh, I cheer, I, you know, I cheer for the team that has the greatest hockey player to ever live on it. But, uh, I, but basketball, I mean, with, and, and there's parody in the flipping league now. We had that stretch run this past 10 years where it was just, oh, well, how are the Warriors and the Cavs going to play in the final You know, this year, which they did for, what, four straight years. Man, there is some parity in the league right now, and it's going to get fun, and I'm so excited. We were kind of – last year kind of ruined it, obviously, ruined a lot of things, but didn't fully get it, and now we are. But so I'm going with um, Mike's guy, my guy, everyone's guy, Stephen Curry, baby. 49 points he just dropped. 
49 points on his brothers against his brother's team, too. They're making a push for the playoffs right now. They're a game back of the Grizz in the Western Conference for that play-in play-in thing uh series. So they're they're going uh they're going on the road uh tonight, 7-10 against the Wiz. Uh minus two, uh minus one ten. Uh, I just think the Warriors are gonna win. And I think they're gonna win by more than two because they're making that playoff push. They're trying to get closer to uh Obviously, try to get in, get back in the playoffs. Obviously, just unfortunate with them. What obviously happened with Clay, as they were going to be one of those teams that were going to compete for a Western Conference and NBA championship because you never doubt them. But Steph's playing great. Uh, he's been having a great year. So I, I like them continuing, like you mentioned, with the Preds. They're playing great. They're playing a little bit better, making that push towards the playoffs. They know they need to win. You go on the road against a, a Washington Wizards team who obviously – you know, is having an okay season. I mean, they're 24 and 33. They're they're probably not going to make the playoffs. So it's like, this is a must win game for the Warriors are laying two. I'll lay two with them. So they're playing the Wizards. Yeah. The Washington Wizards uh, tonight at seven ten. Wednesday at seven ten, in Washington. All right. I like it. Uh, Benny yeah, Curry's, Curry's plan. <laughs> Love Benny buckets. <laughs> My third pick. Uh, I'm going down to Nolens. And I am going to take the team of Keegan Bradley and Brandon Steele, the GB special. I'm taking them in a matchup minus 114 over Jason Kokrak and Pat Perez. Um, like I said, I mean, I, I just really like this team. I, I think they have great chemistry. They're best friends. And I like their style. You know, they're both elite iron players. They're going to have plenty of birdie putts, which is what you need in a tournament like this. Kokrak's been playing actually pretty well, but... I just, I just, I just trust Bradley and Steele more to kind of get it done and uh, and get it done and beat beat Kokrak and Perez. So I'm gonna, I'm gonna lay the the minus one fourteen with them in that matchup. That was kind of my favorite matchup I liked this week. Uh, I don't like Patty P, Kokrak and Pat P. Yeah, well, I, I, mean, almost, I, 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 I almost, I like that top to, twenty bet too. I do. I, I just like that one more than the the Kirk Todd matchup was Billy Horschel versus Sam Burns. Yeah, they, they could, scared they me could a bit. Be a sneaky team, yeah. Horschel's been playing awesome. Sam Burns from from he went to LSU, former from Louisiana, went to LSU, former All American for the LSU Tigers. So I'm sure he'll be a fan favorite there. So I figured, you know, the only thing that concerns me about that team is, I don't know, playing playing with Billy Horschel would scare the hell out of me. Like that guy's <laughs> an absolute snap show. Or you, he you, is, hit, you hit a bad shot, there's a good chance he breaks his putter over your head. So I'd be a little nervous playing with Horschel. But Horschel has won this tournament before. Not with Sam Burns. He won it with uh, – I don't remember who he won it. I don't remember. But he's won it before, and now he's playing with Burns, who's, you know, LSU Tiger. So I just didn't – I didn't want to bet against them as much. So I'm going to go with the, the, the Bradley and Steele over Kokrak and Patty P. I'm trying to look. He won it back in 2013. Uh, yeah. Oh, 2018, actually. He won it with Scott Piercy. Yep. And he, he won it. Horschel's won it twice. He won it in 2013, and he won it in uh, 2018. His first win wasn't the team format, though. It was individual. But he has yeah, won this. He's won it at this course, yeah. Yeah, say that. That's what it. Uh, that's what it has listed here. Yeah, Scott Piercy won it so recently though, with this format. So excellent, uh, Benny Buckets again. Oh, two in a I'm row. Going, yeah, I'm going two in a row, man. I'm heat getting check. wild with it. Heat yeah, check. I, I'm. I'm just going back, dipping back into the well too. This is just because I think this is going to be a fun game to watch. We talked about parity uh, in the league. Um, the Phoenix Suns are just kicking butt, man. They're leading the Western Conference. I mean, when you think about Suns, you think about Chuck Barkley, you think about uh, Steve Nash. Uh, 
the oh, MVP. The, the, the Nash Stoudemire teams were so much fun. So much fun. Uh, Marion just flipping the ball. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah. But you're getting a matchup between the two top teams in the league. You got the Sixers and you got the Suns. Uh, so it's just like, all right, who you like more? Who's playing a little better? What, what's going on? And um, I'm going back with the Sixers. I, I really like riding Philly. They're getting a point. So take the free point at home. And they're home. The game is at the Wells Fargo Center in, in Philadelphia. So I, I just think I like the Sixers. I just it's just it's a feel thing right now. It's a it, they're getting a point at home. They like proving a point. They just beat the Clips at home. Um, so and they just lost by eleven to the Warriors. Um, <clears throat> so a little bounce back game. Uh, you a team like that, you can't be losing two in a row. Obviously, and they're playing the top team in the West, so it's not going to be very well could. But they're I, I like them at home. I like them. <clears throat> I like them in a, in a bounce back game. Uh, getting a point at home, 76ers. So, uh, I, boy, is that uh, – if, if I ever saw 6-0, that's probably it right there, brother. Uh, that game's also – again, that game is tonight, um, which is Wednesday, uh, 7-10 as well. So, you got all day to do it. But So, why don't you recap it for us? Why don't you see, let's uh, recap our six winners real quick, Mike, please. Just to recap, I'm on the Nashville Predators money line against the Blackhawks Wednesday night. I'm on the Oakland A's money line. I believe they're minus 110 against the Minnesota Twins. That is Wednesday at 3.30, so get that one in quickly. And then I'm taking Keegan Bradley and Brendan Steele, minus 114 over Jason Kokrak and Pat Perez in the Zurich Classic. Ben is taking Brendan Todd and Chris Kirk, top 10 at the Zurich Classic. And then Benny Buckets is doubling down on the Curry brothers, and he has taken the Golden State Warriors minus two against the Wizards, and he's taking the Sixers plus one against the Suns for the Curry special. It is the Curry special. It is absolutely the Curry Both special. Both of those are on Wednesday night. So <laughs> yeah. you guys listen as soon as we post it. Get into all those Wednesday bets, and then we'll see you back Thursday. Yeah, yeah. and we got a big, big one on Thursday. That's all we're going to say. It's going to be a fun one on Thursday. Because we just, I can't, I can't, you can't wipe the smile off my face talking about it. So, yeah, man, good to check in with you. Good to see you're healthy, loving life, had a good weekend. Um, and uh, we're going to check back with you guys later this week because that's just what we do here on the competition. Problem. Appreciate you listening. Again, follow and read Mike's stuff on the Action Network. Dude's pumping out heck a lot of content. Why don't you give him a, give him a little cliff note version of what, what, some of the things you, you got cooking up for the Action Network this week in terms of uh, your pieces? Uh, yeah, so I'm, I do NHL games. That's kind of, you know, whenever I feel like it. So I, I have a busy week this week, so I may not really do any this week. I might do a couple best bets here and there. We usually do best bets Tuesday, Thursday, and Saturday um, for NHL games. And then, yeah, baseball, you know, writing articles every day, as well as best bet segments. Typically, uh, if you're listening to this Wednesday, I covered the uh, I covered the Tigers-Pirates doubleheader today. So that article is up on the action as we speak. And then uh, we're actually going to uh, we're going to do a bunch of NFL draft coverage. So if you're a football fan and you're missing that fix, we got a lot of cool draft coverage coming out in the next week or two. Um, drafts in what like three three weeks, two weeks now. So it's coming out quick. Um, a lot of cool stuff. You know, obviously a lot of times college football analysts and, and NFL analysts, you know, view prospects differently. You know, you've, you've seen it a lot over the last couple of weeks where guys like Mac Jones are flying up the draft boards and. You know, NFL NFL guys are starting to get high on Kellen Mond, and anyone who watches college football is like Kellen Mond sucks. Um, so, 
Action Network's kind of doing a cool approach where they're basically going to have the NFL writers and the college football writers debate the prospects. So, you know, we have a bunch of cool ones where we have like an NFL guy saying that, you know, Zach Wilson should be the number one quarterback in the, in the draft. And then the college guy is saying Trevor Lawrence, which, you know, obviously it's Trevor Lawrence. Um, So like, I know the ones I'm doing is I'm, I'm debating with the NFL guy, the top running back where he's taking Najee Harris. He thinks Najee Harris is the top running back in the draft. I think Travis Etienne is the top running back. So we'll have that piece coming out next week. Um, I'm also doing a whole piece on, you know, the underrated running backs. Obviously everyone knows Harris and Etienne and stuff. So I'm going to do a piece kind of on, you know, the Chuba Hubbards, Jarrett Patterson, which, you know, everyone knows how much I love. I love Jarrett Patterson from Buffalo. Uh, to kind of, you know, touch more on the, on Trey Sermon, uh, more the underrated, underrated backs that probably don't get the headlines the way, the way, uh, Harris and ETN do. So I'll have a piece about that next week as well. So a lot of, a lot of great college football and NFL draft coverage come in, uh, FCS football coverage we'll have this weekend as well. If you want to dip back into the, the FCS playoff starts, uh, Saturday. So ton of stuff on the action network, cannot stress enough how, how good the coverage is there from everyone. So if you're not reading it, you should. You're just wasting money. Thank you guys for listening to the competition. We'll see you again later this week.